is it steel cool? slab that may weighs like what well, I can't remember what it was. It was like a hundred kilos or something, and he threw it over his head. He just like launched uh, it in the air. Is it not a commentator? Shit, the Andrew the Andrew Kearney. Ah, uh, someone I says like I oh, just threw it above his head like a book. Yeah, it was metal. It was just like there's nothing, just nothing to it. Right, the commentator was awesome near the end when. Oh, the CrossFit was like, one, two, three. Yeah. Not, not the CrossFit, sorry. The, <laughs> the Blaze Mill stuff. Blaze Mill, one, two, and he goes like, oh, shut it. We're about to lift big, heavy-ass stones here. <laughs> <laughs> I think I get the biggest cheer of the day. Absolutely. He is really funny, that guy. He's Welcome to Gains and Pains with Scott McLaughlin and Colin McGibbon in association with Just Train and a ton of coffee, where we get together each week to talk health, fitness and some absolute nonsense. Hi pals. We're back. Yeah. Episode, yeah, just hit the mic. You just punched the microphone, didn't you? It's not like you don't do that every week. I do all the time. You, you, trash, the, you yeah. trash the studio. It's <laughs> fair point, actually. It's some fucking rock and roll, right? I'm a badass. Uh, episode 28. 28. Hello. This is like half a year, man. I know, aye, aye. It's been half a Jeez. We need to have some sort of anniversary party in our 52nd episode. Aye, that would be oh, cool. Oh, I wouldn't really, that wouldn't certainly be a year. Or we could do a live with an audience for the oh. one year anniversary. We can oh. invite like three folk. Those three folk that listen to us, aye. <laughs> Kathleen. Oh. <laughs> Occasionally Fee. <laughs> a minute. We'll need to be two because we can't have Mark flying back for Australia. Ah, true enough, actually. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll Skype yeah. him in. We'll work out how to do a like, live Skype or something like that. We'll get a cardboard cut out and just stick it in the corner. <laughs> that photo of him fly out on the floor. Aye. Uh, right, hello, we're back. Um, I'm feeling slightly more jovial this week. I was about to say, how are you after your endeavours last week? Recovered. Recovered? Aye. Mm. Still a wee bit kind of touchy feely, depending Touchy feely? Kind of, if somebody mentions certain parts of the trip, <laughs> I eat anything after the first 18 kilometers. Um, aye, and you're a dick. Oh, I was gonna try no swear this week. Why not? Um, I what? think everyone's just here, horrendous language now. No, I think it's especially up. after hearing you in your prime aye, that... and your, vo- your voice messages <laughs> that you left us last week. Aye. So, thanks for adding that in without my knowledge. It's just your, your smug look. When you come into train yesterday, you're like, so you listen to the podcast? And I'm like, well, I listen to wee bits just to also make sure that the files work and stuff when you send over upload. And then I test it out. So, ah, wee bits. And you're like, mm-hmm. Cool. So you, you never actually listen to them? I listen to bits. Right, I could be like, I could be dropping anything into these things, man. You could, It's just like, first two minutes, last two minutes, as recorded, the rest of it's just me saying, Scott is a wank, Scott is a wank, on loop for 40 minutes. That's why nobody listens. Hi. <laughs> So yeah, um, so I played that back to Kirsty last night, and she's like, "Oh my god!" What the voicemail bit? Yeah, <laughs> amazing. She wasn't even laughing; she just had this kind of like sh- look of shock on her face, <laughs> like you never swear like that. And I went, "Yeah, I wasn't in a good place." And she went, "Uh huh." It was quite the barrage of abuse, mate. I mean, we're quite sweary in here at the best of times, but aye. that was impressive. <laughs> that was I mean, a proper here volley now, of profanity. Aye. And I think uh, this week I'm, I'd, I'd like to think I'm not just going to click on the explicit content button again. <laughs> but you've already sworn, so we need to do that again. Aye. Sorry, so, right, my bad. Next week, right? We'll next do week. It. So I'm, Next I'm go- week. I'm going to. I'm going to try and you know, swear this episode just to see. 
if I start coming out with like, random ticks and kind of <laughs> kind of then aye. I guarantee you will I'm going to try aye. I know, so you, I know what we're going to talk about aye, I know what, <laughs> don't mind because I can already feel the words coming out of my <laughs> so aye. yeah this week we're doing a wee SFN review we went to the SFN Expo thing at the SEC this weekend what does SFN stand for? seriously you don't know sport fitness and nutrition is that what it is? I think it would be like sport, fitness. You probably thought of the Scottish Fitness Network. Yeah, I, I kind of went a network way. i got to be honest. Sports, fitness, Jesus. N- news outlets. Oh, yeah. man. Um, Tell the listeners out there, do you, do you actually see what I'm working with? Sexy fat nuggets. There was plenty of fat nuggets. <laughs> Let's be honest, I was shocked. You go to these, you go to these sport fitness kind of expos and stuff and you think, there's got to be loads of hot chicks in Lycra. I did not think that, Scott. How very dare you, sir. I was there merely for the sports, the fitness and the nutrition. Of course you were. Shocked you would suggest such a thing. <laughs> My wife was there. <laughs> okay. You carry on. I can because I know Kirsty doesn't listen to us anyway, <laughs> so it's all good. Um, no. Um, I was shocked at the, la- the lack of fit-looking people. Not just not women, men as well. Right. There was a lot of dudes wearing the wee string vest with their nipples hanging out. We did run through the checklist and of it was, douchebaggery, yeah, certainly, and, yes. And it's not as if you're like, right, do you know what? See if you are Arnold Schwarzenegger in your prime. Mm-hmm. Even then, it's still pushing the boundaries of you should be, should you be allowed to wear it. I know. I don't get it. And mind those two guys sitting next to you and feed during oh, the Eddie Hall talk. Wow. I mean, they they did they they filled the checklist out between them. He had a hairy man boobs, asshole t-shirt with your nips hanging out, man bun. Yep. Ridiculous earrings. Yep. Shit tattoos. Yep. I just saggy man boobs. Saggy man tits. So you've got you've got saggy man boobs on display. You're like, mate, come on. I mean, you can go that well played, mate. You're you're confident in yourself, but mm-hmm. there's a limit. <sighs> and then there was what the old saying is the three things that don't lie. Children, alcohol, people that are drunk, in lycra, and by God, there's some sights in lycra. You're thinking, whoa! Again, I'm not without <laughs> randomly taking the scattergun to people. Fair play if you want to go out yeah. and dress like that, then crack on. My big issue with these sort of things is how many of these people were actually doing any exercise yeah. when they were there? Were they actually competing in anything, or were they just walking about wearing all the gear? just for the sake of it because yeah. I suspect 90% of the people who were wearing air quotes exercise clothes Gym or fitness shark. gear aye, or that piss right? none of them were doing anything while they were there other than walking about grazing and free samples aye like it's whereas like, we went in jeans and t-shirt <laughs> I think I had my camo shorts on that was aye. about it man I just I don't understand it it was the same like myself and Fee were talking about moving to golf the other week as well the amount of folk cutting about watching golf wearing their full gear as if they were about to just walk on the Aye. course and have a round themselves you're like you're they're, just about, they're, they're about to enter the Rider Cup Aye, and you're like no you're not <laughs> put some I was just disappointed on. that the one douchebag we'd ever seen was the the kind of long haired sweaty greasy overweight guy in his 40s wearing a tap out t-shirt that can <laughs> quote every single round and fight punch kick elbow and chokehold from UFC I was gutted we never got to see him. I did see the overweight ponytailed guy minus the tap out t-shirt. He had the world's strongest man t-shirt on and to be fair he was pretty strong so he did the Atlas Stones. Yeah. He was alright though. 
we'll let them off. Aye, it's fair. Um, but Aye, it was interesting ov- overall. Because myself and Fee have been the past couple of years, it was better this year. Um, just I, I, briefly doubling back here yeah. in terms of like women cutting about with not much on the past few years there has been quite a high bimbo quota of people just like not wearing much trying to floggy stuff right just like yeah supplements and all that where they didn't really have that this year there was much less in your face hawking shit yeah, at remember you, you, know you, know what I mean? you said you went last year and as soon as you Fee and Lucy stepped in the door and was like boom here become your own PT yeah literally the first thing as soon as we walked in the door the guy was like thrusting a USB in a fucking pamphlet in my face telling yeah. me how to make my own supplements and all that whereas there was none of that this year uh, which is nice which is good it means if you because I was braced I was ready for that and I'm like yeah. oh man here we go it's, it's good because it means if you want to go and find out more about something or you want to go and check something out then they're happy you just walk up and ask or whatever but yeah. you're not like having to dodge people every two seconds Aye. and I kind of get why people would do that because it's a fairly high pressure sales environment and all this that's why people are there but I'm much more likely to buy stuff if people just leave me the fuck alone do you Aye. know what I mean it's like when you're walking through a shopping centre and you've got this the wee stand with the like, Sky Broadband <sighs> and they're trying to Sky TV package Aye. yeah it's just that like in your face you mate do I do this like, no. no and I, I kind of get why they do it because they're obviously on commission and all that and there's a lot of pressure on them to do it but Aye. still leave me alone I mean, I've, not, I've not been to like an expo list for a good number of years yeah. and it was it was good. Um, it also, what I found from a kind of professional point of view was mm-hmm. how the industry's changing. Right. In terms of dress, like, years ago, Les Mills was packed. Yeah. Bouncing. And then this time, you could have bounced about 500 footballs in that area and yeah. not hit anybody. Yeah, well, again... Because it was dead. Last like, year, even, um, they had a massive big bit as soon as you walked in and it was thunderously loud and it was quite busy to be fair um, but it was brutally loud it was just like dominating the whole thing between mm. that and the CrossFit <laughs> get to them in a minute um, <laughs> th- th- you couldn't hear it it was just deafening do you know what I mean and I tried to do talks and stuff throughout the floor and you just couldn't hear a thing um, whereas this time the Les Mills crowd they seemed to be sort of lumped in with a bunch of other stuff yeah, as well it was just like a kind of general like, aerobics yeah. type corner stuck away down the bottom corner and it was largely dead Aye. Anytime you walk by, it was I mean, all happening. We were laughing because all you could hear, ah, one, two, and one, two, three, and one, two, three. And at first we thought that we were counting exercises and, and then the beats, and then we realised, no, they were just counting the number of uh, participants. <laughs> but, I mean, even if you go back two or three years, Les Mills courses were sold out. Really? Like, to do, if you wanted to do your Les Mills body combat or body pump, whatever, you'd have to like, book it a year, year and a half in advance because right. it was sold out across the UK. So is Les Mills a person, presumably? Like I, uh, I think he's Australian. Right. And basically created these kind of exercise classes to music. So is he responsible for body pumping all that pitch then? Yeah. Cocked. Aye. Um, and it's... from Going from a, a kind of course where, and a kind of setup where it was a sellout uh, for all the courses and you would have to really hunt. Yeah. Now, now they're going, people are booking on courses and they're getting cancelled because they've not got enough folk going on. Really? Which, so why do you think that? I think people are waking up, or not waking up, but they're getting educated. Obviously, social media's got a huge thing, so it's showing fitness and even just um, sitting folk going, oh, where do you train? Oh, I train this wee box gym, it's a warehouse, all right. Mm-hmm. You're in good shape, you can do this, 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 and this, all right. I've been doing this live mill stuff for five years and I'm yeah. still out of shape. And you, I think it's people then look at that and they compare it and go, well, wait a minute here. If that guy's been doing that for six months and I've yeah. been doing this for five years, 
something's wrong. Yeah. You know, where they kind of wake up and they realise and all the other, all the other kind of training modalities now are more mainstream. They're, yeah. get, they're certainly out in the media more. Yeah, certainly in terms of social media and stuff, as you're saying, you, you do, you see much more, maybe it's just like in the, stuff that I, the kind of stuff that I follow just because what we do, there is more strength-based stuff yeah. and you see people like in great condition from lifting weights do you I, know what I mean strength is becoming sexy yeah it definitely is I think and the social media M- mainly must due play to, a massive mainly due to the two of us obviously <laughs> spreading uh, the good word mm-hmm. I mean, we know Kathleen will back is up here <laughs> but yeah um, it was interesting because you looked at the kind of the three main corners of mm-hmm. that room in one corner you had Les, all the Les Mills, F45, pound fit stuff. It was dead. Yeah. It was like where middle-aged women go to die in the fitness world. And then you had the CrossFit place where, again, good turnout. Mm-hmm. It was a big... It, it took up a lot of space. Yeah. Certainly. For like physical space just because of the stuff they had to set and up. And, and good audiences and stuff, which again were mainly, mainly crossfitters, but still yeah. you had people just doing and watching. But mm-hmm. the main attraction was the strongman stuff. Absolutely. Because it's, if you think back to the olden days, people in the villages and stuff would crowd round and that's where kind of kettlebells became famous because they were market weights. Right. And it was again, at the end of the, the kind of festival or the kind of, um, at the end of the day or end of the kind of the farmer week at the village and stuff, it yeah. would be a case of like the strongmen would show off with the big heavy weights. Aye. And that's what, in the kind of years gone by, it would be that's what attracted people. And yeah, like, wow, look at how strong people respect strength. Yeah, um, in terms of strength, is like in the kind of business sense where people respect profit and money. Oh, you made five million last year. Wow, they respect that because yeah. you must be doing something right. Yeah, holy shit, you can. Oh, no, oh, I've blown it. I swore. Ah, oh, it doesn't matter. Don't point, worry about it. Points off, Scott. Points how off. long did it last? I don't know. Um, 388 bars <laughs> <laughs> 12 minutes that's not bad so I so in business about that respect because they're respecting like, well you must be doing something right whereas in strength it's a, or fitness it's the same thing if you're strong then they're like wow that's you must be doing something right and it's like fitness and I think it was a Mark Bell podcast um I was listening to the other day there and right. he actually was talking I think it was Stan Efferdine he was talking to Aye. and it was about how most jobs you go to if you if you're in an office environment and all these guys are in a big expensive suits and you're just some guy sitting in a short, short baggy baggy, baggy tracky bottoms and a t-shirt nobody's going to respect you yeah whereas in the gym you might not be you know, might not have a single qualification or Again, at doctorate level, if you've not got a PhD, nobody will listen to you. Whereas in the gym, you might not have a single qualification, but if you're benching 200 kilos... <laughs> you've got to respect that, eh? People respect it and they'll be like, do you know what? How? Tell yeah. me how you got to do that. Yeah. Tell me what am I doing differently that I, they'll respect it. Yeah. So they kind of proof in the pudding that the weight, the stronger you are, people will go and I go, oh, Aye. okay. Absolutely. Uh, and that's what I kind of like about the fitness industry. It's a... It's essentially a level playing field. There's no discrimination in terms of. Oh, a minute! Oh, you've got four hundred qualifications. You must be the greatest athlete ever. No, just because right. you've written, you've done courses doesn't mean you're any good. Yeah, that's um, why I just punched the microphone that time. One <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's that way that you don't need to worry about all the qualifications. Yeah, you need the qualifications, obviously, for insurance purposes and stuff, etc. Yeah, I was going to say if you wanted. Go if you want to work in a gym initially. Yeah, in terms of kind of commercial setups, yeah. But 
in terms of actual for knowledge and respect, it's strength as strength. Yeah. Can so you, could you theoretically, if you were just like strong gym guy, no qualifications at all, had the money to do it, could you just go and open your own gym? The interesting thing is, now I, I spoke to, I spoke to a couple of people a few years ago about this, and what was scary <laughs> is that. Technically, the answer is yes and no. Right. You could open a gym. Mm-hmm. And so long as they kind of viewed it from two points of ways. One is uh, if you're going about training folk, you can't advertise yourself as a level three personal trainer unless you have a level three personal trainer qualification. Right. Okay. But call yourself a coach. There you go. Yeah. And I was like, but how does that work for insurance? Not that well. To be honest, the insurance you pay is not worth the paper it's written on. Ah, you've talked about that before, eh? Because if I tell you to keep your back straight on it or keep your back flat on a deadlift and you yeah. round it, did you did you do as I told you, instructed? No. no. Well, you're lying. you're at fault. Yeah. And that's the way the kind of insurance area has worked in the fitness industry. It's designed not to pay out, it's designed so that you right. as a punter that's trying to make the claim is found to be at fault. Aye, sorry, I did it again. You punched it, okay, 2-1 now. <laughs> and, uh, it's in that sense, and I'm like, well, how would that work then? If somebody then tried to sue somebody, mm-hmm. and take them to court. Yeah. And they turn around, and this was the insurance company. Uh, I'm not going to say which one, but, and I remember I actually dropped the phone when they explained this to me. Because <laughs> I'm like, no way, went, if you've got somebody that's qualified, and somebody that's not qualified, and they get taken into court, and when they do an investigation, if they, for example, a qualified person goes up to demonstrate or teach a deadlift, and then the non-qualified person goes up, if the qualified person demonstrates it and teaches it the wrong way, mm-hmm. and shows a lack of proficiency, they can get done. Yeah. That's like a, a certified car mechanic, or a time-served car mechanic apprentice, has now worked in a car but not actually done the job right Right. he's now at fault so he's held liable for it Right. if you get the guy that's not qualified ah he'll get his knuckles wrapped but if he gets up and stands up in court and actually demonstrates sound technique sound coaching methodology and stuff like that actually no you're proficient you you are actually doing it right yeah and it's most of the qualifications nowadays for insurance purposes are just to protect the large corporations and it's terrifying yeah I remember years ago doing martial arts and there was an instructor in Edinburgh who one of the assistant instructors was a bouncer on the doors and he went up doing some sparring and this guy with a white belt threw a kick and broke his hand right like just a wee kind of flicky guy but just the way he didn't expect it to come out of this, this angle his white belts are dangerous because they throw random kicks and punches from really obscure angles and broke his right hand couldn't work on the doors for six months right the insurance payout, so he had, he paid 85, 80, I think it was £85 a year insurance, up to £10 million cover and all that, and God knows what else in terms of coverage. We all paid it, as instructors. The insurance company paid out £6 a week for six weeks. Jeez. What? Aye. Because it turned around like, did you block it properly? 
how were you taught to block? Oh, we're all taught to block like either open palm or closed fist. How was your fist? Oh, it was kind of slightly open. Were you, were you ever taught to block that way? No. Right, we're not paying out. We'll yeah, give you basic minimum when you're going. Right, shocking. come on. I know. It's and just it's a joke, isn't it? Aye. And it was, it was really, it's it's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, that's not, that's yeah. crazy, man. Aye. Mental. Well, note to self, don't open, Jim. Um, <laughs> so... Let's get back on topic after a trademark 10 minute deviation from what we're actually talking about. Sorry, Alan. We know how much you love them. <laughs> um, aye, so it was interesting at the weekend. It was a kind of, it was a, a good look at a, just a general cross section of the fitness going public. Because yeah. you had obviously all the crossfitters and stuff like that up there doing their thing. And again, I think that from talking to Emma, who was competing the other day, um, it is a competition. Yeah. That's an organised, like the Glasgow Classic or something. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of people there. Obviously, a, a lot of people there watching that would have been competitors and stuff like that, do you know what I mean? And family, friends, whatever else. Yeah. Um. So you had all that sort of stuff. You had the general lycra goers who were cutting about, just looking at whatever else. Um. But the interesting thing, the busiest whole, the busiest part of the whole thing was the strongman, right? Yeah. Which, again, as we talked about a minute ago, it's just, it, it, it's great to see. From my point of view, I think that's dead exciting, right? Because it seems to be making a big sort of resurgence. Because mm-hmm. Strongman's always one of these things, oh, it's on TV at Christmas, people kind of tune in. But now it's more mainstream. It is more mainstream. It is, seems to be a big thing, do you know what I mean? And it's uh, really taken off. Even I've noticed a big difference over the past two years at the SFN. It's It's got bigger and bigger. Because mm-hmm. it was always, it was, it was a bit, it was busy last year because um, Big Z was there. So he's obviously yeah. a big name in that. But this year it was, it was mobbed all the way around it like every, any kind of competition any part because it was the Scotland's Strongest Man on the Sunday um, and it was heaving it was absolutely mobbed the whole time and it was Aye. great it was really good to see um, and it's just it's just interesting watching it just that level of just monstrousness raw strength <laughs> yeah, are you thinking you're like, wow from a from a spectating point of view right I found it I, I think it's dead exciting because we went up to watch um, some of the CrossFit stuff. We were kind of daunting backwards and forwards because Emma was competing and stuff. And uh, no disrespect to Emma. It was great watching you. Well done, by the way. PB. PB, you're welcome. Polite golf applause. <laughs> <laughs> as Coach McLaughlin. Yeah. Uh, you're awesome. Aye, it was really good. Uh, uh, so that, that was cool. But uh, generally, it wasn't as exciting as I thought it might no. be. I mean, do you want, it was except for seeing Emma going up. Seeing Emma competing was exciting. That was exciting. Because you've yeah. got a vested interest in it. You've got a vested interest. Somebody, it's your pal, and you're like, right, okay, oh, cool, there she goes, right. Oh. And she said before she'd um, qualified for the kind of for the next stage for yeah. the Queens and was going to try and hit her PB. Aye. Or hit, hit a PB at 85 that she'd never done before, and you're like, oh, cool. So when you see somebody going up there to go and do a lift with a weight they've never done before, yeah. you're like, that's, that's cool. Yeah. And she smashed it. She did smash it. I mean, and I know this, this my, I'm a, I can feel my skin burning right now that I'm actually complimenting somebody <laughs> that does CrossFit, but she made the 85 look easy. Definitely, yeah. Totally bottled it in the 90, though. Oh, bottled it, aye. Bottle shat, crashed, something spectacular. Shat it big time. Looked at it, <laughs> arse fell right at it. <laughs> Done all. She tried to clean it pretty much as fast as I used to bench. And that is damn slow. <laughs> but again, it just shows you the difference between five kilos. Yeah, yeah, totally. 85 flew up. And what was really cool was she hit, she caught it easy yeah. in the deep squat, and then she got half that past that, know that sticky point when you're coming out the front yeah. squat uh, from the clean, and she was coming up. She, you could just see the big smile on her face. Yeah, and you're totally. like, that's like I've got it. She was very happy afterwards. Aye. There was lots of skipping and high fives and dancing about. Aye, um, it was almost like 
Disney on rubber. Like <laughs> Disney meets um, like a big rubber platform. There is, there is a Tigger element to her. Yeah. Bouncing about on tiptoes all the time. Is that about Emma? You weirdo. Aye. Put your feet down flat. Oh, fuck's sake, women. <laughs> You've got heels. Use them. Uh, but no, it was like, so again, that instance, right? Vested awesome. interest, dead exciting, because you're like, yeah, come on, right? It's like, well done, Emma. I'd right, never bye. really watched any of the CrossFit, right? But then I was thinking, it's going to be a race. It's going to be like that guy against that guy kind of thing. And it isn't really. It's just like you trying to beat yourself almost as mm-hmm. far as I can see when as a strong man thing it's like fucking head to head yeah. all the time and again I don't, I, you kind of know some of the guys off like Nuna Stoltman's and that mm-hmm. off the telly and watching yeah. World's Strongest Man but you don't know any of these other guys they've got Aye. no emotional attachment to any of them but it's just dead exciting because it's like this guy against this guy Aye, and one guy needs to beat the other guy kind of thing for time and it's great it was when the two Stoltman brothers were going up with the second last event and they pick, picked up the anchor and Tom ran towards it, looks platform yeah, to ditch so it in what, the tomb. One's better go one way, one's better go the other way, and they both just ran straight towards each other with these fucking big ankles. Like, like, oh. <laughs> I think that if they don't if they don't look up, that's gonna be a sore one. So you saw Luke just like, what's what's he doing? He's going the wrong way. It's just raging. <laughs> but I was cracking, but again, just even the gulf and the quality and the strength of the guys for the yeah. strongman stuff, like yeah. you've got big strong guys. Yep. And then you've got strong men. Yeah. But you could see the kind of total gulf. Aye. Like the, in the first event with the, the kind of slab uh, press, overhead press with the axle cleaning press and then the log press for yeah. two. Half these guys couldn't, could barely do the axle press. That's the thing, like the guys who are like, obviously fucking miles stronger than we'd ever likely to be, yeah. right? Huge dudes. And then they're struggling to do like the first two events of the sort of pressing medley. And then... Like, in 57 seconds yeah yeah. The, the guys who did it did it in like a minute or so eh? 50, 50 odd seconds and then the Stoltman's come up and doing like 16 and 16 and a half seconds and you're like whoa just like, like guys steel that could, slab that may, weighs like what? I can't remember what it was it was like 100 kilos or something and he threw it over his head he just like launched uh, it in the air is there like, commentator shit. that Andrew, was Andrew Kearney ah uh, something like that eh? so he's like oh, he just threw it above his head like a book yeah it was metal it was just like there's nothing just nothing to them. Right, man, the commentator was awesome near the end when all the CrossFit was like one, two, three. Yeah. Not, not the CrossFit, sorry. The Blaze Mill stuff. And he, and he goes, oh, oh, shut it. We're about to lift big, heavy ass stones here. <laughs> <laughs> I think I get the biggest cheer of the day. Absolutely. He is really funny, that guy. He's cool. But, um, aye. It's the fact that these guys were struggling to complete, they couldn't even complete an event in a minute. Yeah. And the Stoltman brothers done it in both under 17 seconds. Yeah. And you're going, wow. That's so even great. within that block of like Scottish strength yeah. there's such a massive gulf there aye it's mental because um, who's the other guy who's the kind of older guy so stocky guy with uh, the beard with the baseball cap on Pollock yeah because he's always been kind of there or thereabouts isn't he? he's kind of in that sort of next level down he sits in that middle bit aye. yeah he's better than the majority yeah but not quite at the elite because you always see him like when they put all the stuff on at Christmas it's like the kind of not like regional events like Scotland's Strongest uh, Man or Britain's Strongest Man yeah. or like the kind of team events and stuff like that he's always you see him in there and he's good but then you get like those two and then all the other like that's the other thing from the weekend like I was just like fanboying the fuck oh, out of it. It was so exciting because it was like all the guys you see off the telly every Christmas, you know. Yeah, the fact like, you came back from the toilet at one point about you're like, I washed my hands beside this guy. Yeah, it was, <laughs> no, it was like Colin Bryce, the guy who like own, basically owns it all. He runs it all, man. It was like, I washed my hands beside Colin Bryce. It was dead exciting. But like, you walk <laughs> in, like Lauren Shally's there, uh, thingy, 
Adam Bishop, that all these guys are just like cutting about, like Aye. no airs and graces to them, just kicking about. And then you've got the. Well, well, we'll get well, to that. Aye. Oh man. <laughs> then the you had the other guy who we'll talk about in a second. I just. Uh, oh. But um, I was great, man. It's just like they've got no, no quiet, no, no airs and graces. No egos about just, them. I know egos. That's it. They're it just stoning about. Big, big strong guy, but they were just cool guys. Yeah. Wanting about. So like Adam Bishop, who's like a fucking beast. Do you know what I mean? He was just like manning the. They're all there because of the, the the sponsorship and stuff like that. They were just there helping out on the stands Aye. and just going, "Hi, uh, how you doing?" He was doing the the deadlift, the farmers holds thing. Mm-hmm. He was standing there, and this guy's like, he's a proper monster. Do you know what I mean? He's just like Aye. Joe Public coming up off the street, going, "All right, here you go, on you go, well done, that was great, what the best, getting photos and all that." Aye, it's cool. Um, so that was really good. I loved all that. It was cracking. And then we went to see Eddie Hall. What the... No- oh, oh <laughs> right, you ready? Right, wait, 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 wait. Right, right. Right, you go in a minute, right? To clarify, right, it, uh, there was a kind of... It was billed on the programme as Eddie Hall and Graham Hicks, right? And I have like I saw the talk with Eddie Hall, was it last year, year before maybe, right? And it was great because he just won, I think. Or maybe it was the year before he hadn't won it yet and then he was going to win it. But I can't remember. Anyway, I've seen him a couple of times, right? And that was fine. Uh, I wanted to hear Graham Hicks because it'd be interesting again from that point of view normal guy fucking strong guy su- amazing log presser and all the mm-hmm. rest of it I was looking forward to hearing him and for whatever reason he, did, he, he didn't, didn't he do show? it he was just kicking about with his family oh. his wife and kid just like dotting about doing this and that and the next thing but Eddie Hall came out and gave it the chat and up till this weekend I kind <clears throat> I didn't I'm not a massive fan I, I liked him right at the time like when he won it and all that, it was amazing, I was really happy and all the rest of it, and watching him doing a 500 kilo deadlift, brilliant, right? Ah, you respect that. Totally respect it, right? Every time subsequently I've heard him talk, I've just lost a little bit more respect for him. Mm-hmm. Because, well, <laughs> hope you're all sitting down, folks, because here we go. Remember that time Colin ranted about fat kids? Well, I didn't rant about fat kids. <laughs> <laughs> About right. the parents Eddie of Hall, kids. world's strongest, world's strongest man, twenty seventeen. First person to deadlift five hundred kilos. Awesome, right? Respect, respect, fair play. With that, I'm sorry, but you're in the limelight. You are a fitness professional. You are an idol to so many people, and an idol to so many kids. Growing up. as a kid, I grew up idolizing the likes of Jean Claude Van Damme, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and all that. Right, just thinking Bruce Lee. You know, like, these guys are legends. And you've got now this current generation growing up respecting and idolising Eddie Hall and I watched the Eddie Hall documentary on Netflix and I yeah, didn't I like yep. him and he came across as a he came across as a dick just yep. like you know what you might be the world's strongest guy but you've just you're not a nice person yeah if he started to lose yeah. any kind of and liking then, for him after that watching that as well and folk are like oh no no maybe that's just that because he's got that certain arrogance because you know when you're that strong you've got to be bad arrogance and maybe he's playing up to the cameras and then he sat down for this Q&A and he just decided to open his mouth and highlight just how much of an absolute disgrace and vile, disgusting human being that he is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, and the best thing is, I know I put my I put my wee rant complaining about him on Facebook. And, he did, yes, I saw that. And the funny thing is, I've got a, I've got a friend or a guy that I know, Chris Peel. Didn't tag him in it though. I noticed. I'm not friends with him. <laughs> and I'm and. A guy I know, Chris Peel, is his mobility coach in, oh, the, in his gym. Right. So, yeah, we've got one person link straight to Eddie Hall if he wants to show it, and I don't give a damn. He's a disgrace. Um, <laughs> in terms of pathetic scumbags, he's up there with them. Wow. 
seems, seems harsh, but okay. Um, so he starts off, you know, right guys, nice easy Q&A, nice friend level, it's a bit of fun, no, nothing below the belt. Aye, which means... Nothing below the belt, like, yeah. don't, don't... No don't, chat about the... No chat, no about, about, chat drugs. about the drugs. Aye. So... Somebody asks him, why did you, um, there's, there's quite a few things. Somebody asks him about when he won it, um, why did you retire? He went, oh, I wanted to retire because of my health and all that, you know, I was bleeding out my nose, bleeding out my eyes, bleeding out my ears, a little bit of bleeding, bleeding in the brain. My vision was gone for a few days, I couldn't, I couldn't even drive a car, I couldn't function properly, I couldn't remember folks' names and you're going, right, you've achieved your goal, you've now realised it's detrimental to your health and he's saying, I'm not going to do that anymore for my health reasons. Fine. Five seconds later, he then talks about how he's now doing these food challenges where it's Eddie versus America. Where he's going Ed, to be, Eddie eats America. Eddie, Eddie eats America and he's going to be doing all you-can-eat challenges. I'm sorry, mate, you just said that you wanted to retire for your health and yeah. you're doing that. Aye, very good. Ah, you also said you wanted to retire because during your the World's Strongest um, Man 2017 when you won it, you hardly seen your wife or kid. Yeah, here's that's my major this is issue. About, man. Uh, what a disgrace! So he talks about, oh yeah, I'm going to be a family man now, and I want to retire so I can spend time with my wife and my kid growing up. And you go, and I, I was thinking to myself, do you know what? I respect, admire that. Well played, mm-hmm. well played, sir. And then the next question, he's like, yeah, I've got I'm working on a couple of movies, I'm working on these films and documentaries, I'm doing this. Yeah, yeah, I never see my wife and kid. Yeah, see, that. that that's my major bugbear, right? All the rest of it, I can kind of. He's a hypocrite. He's just, he's just, he's, he's arrogant, right? And I totally get that, right? My main issue is the 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 family thing, right? And maybe it's mm-hmm. just me. Maybe I just look at it from a different point of view. Because he said at the time, once I'm done, I want to spend time with my family. I've basically not seen my family for a better part of like a year, two years, whatever. Training for the deadlift pool and world's strongest man. I've achieved my dreams. I'm going to try and just make as much money as I can and spend much more time with my family, yeah. watch my kids grow up. And then he subsequently, uh, well, as far as I can see it again, maybe it's just a skewed thing because he's obviously just putting up lots of posts on Instagram and all that, showing what he's doing, right? But there's never anything about his family, really. Mm-hmm. Um, he just seems to be out just... Hooring it it about, aye. And and again, from a certain point of view, I can see that he wants to make as much money as he can. Mm -hmm. He said that up front initially. I want to make as much money out of this as I can while I can so that I set my family up. But at the same time... He could go out and make a couple of million and then sit back and You're still not... You're not spending any time with him. Yeah. And I... and for, see for I I, I can't can't deal with that. No. I'd rather... Do you know what got me? spend that time with the kids now. Yeah. Because you can't get it back. you can't get that back. No. It doesn't matter how much money you've got. You can't get that back. You're not going to I mean, be able to just wind back your child. When, when I got to pick Ab up for a training, Logan was Logan used to come down the stairs like, hiya dad, jump on me, give him a big cuddle. And we'd, we'd chat for 10, 15 minutes about his day and stuff. And it was awesome. Now he comes down and he goes, hi dad. Oh, by the way, I'm playing I'm playing the online Xbox with Louie, my pal from school. Bye. Yeah. All right, you want to hang about with your pal? Steady your dad. Okay. Yeah. And that, that time's going. Ah, it's going to happen. Aye. Um, the kids will be teenagers before we know it and they'll be, they'll be, <laughs> and we're not going to get that back. No. And for me, the way I see it is, the effort you put in now will hopefully give us the best possible teenage years with our kids. Yeah. So they're not complete utter assholes. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Making Aye. our life a misery. But, and I, I, I love spending time with my kids as much as possible. Yeah. And for the fact that he, He's choosing not to do that. You're going, ah. and then what really got me was the fact they then try to turn it on the audience and go, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Pretty much most of you's probably guilty enough spending <laughs> time with your kids. I mean, two of us just looked at each other like, no, no, no. 
No, no, Spent sorry, as much mate. time as I can with my kid. Aye. Fuck you. The amount of people that go, oh, I can't wait for the summer holidays to be over so the kids are back at I school. I've never no. understood that, man. Don't, if, if that, you don't want to spend time with your kids, don't have them. Exactly. End of. Yep, fact. So, Preach. there's this guy. Starting off, already, he's been a hypocrite. Then, this guy in the audience goes, oh, so Eddie, um, I've got a friend who's got a boy that's in, he's got a young boy that's interested. Now, this was just icing on the cake. Aye. And he turned round and so what, what what advice would you give to him for his for his boy for his young boy to get any strong man he went and he kind of laughed man oh yeah but that's this before and advice I'll give you the same advice huh get him on the gear as soon as possible yeah wow All whether right. you're half joking or not you've just one you started off the Q and A by saying don't talk about drugs well yeah I get that and that's the thing that annoyed me yeah the fact that you say that it's it's not appropriate because. We'll get on we to the all, fact that his language. Again, I'm aware glass houses and all that, right? Our language is choice, but I've never sworn in front of my kid, no. right? And he's in a room full of children and he's just fucking cursing and swearing every two seconds, right? Aye, in front of all the wee kids. Know your audience, mate. Do you know what I mean? Aye. So so time and a place. But then it's kids the, up at the front. Aye, it's the contradictions then of him like point blank refusing to answer any questions about drugs, but then saying, "Aye, get your kid on the gear." You're like, fuck's sake, aye. mate. Hypocrite again. Aye. And then some guy, and again, he's swearing in front of all the kids in front of the audience and. Then this guy, who's obviously just arrived late to the party, decides to ask a question like, so Eddie, uh, I'd like to ask about performance enhancing drugs. And I actually think the way the guy started, he was going to ask a genuine question. Yeah. And he went, and Eddie just shot him down and went, no, 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 mate. We, told, we said it began, no, no, no shots below the belt. I'm sorry, but we all know you're on the drugs. Yeah. We all know you're on the gear. We all know that all the guys are taking it. Yeah, probably 85% of the people in that room that were competing probably are. Yeah. <laughs> But don't turn around and give advice that you should get on the gear and then the next question when you're getting asked about the gear Aye. refuse to answer it. I know, I don't get it. it. That's what really annoyed me and the fact that again, he's in that limelight that he's a he's, he's a he's a fitness celebrity. Aye. But yeah, he's got this position. Oh, he was also glorifying being like expelled out of school on numerous occasions. Aye, that was and, the other thing that really pissed me off. And man. being in trouble with the law and stuff. Like you've just glorified being a dick. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I get spelled for primary school, I get spelled for high school twice. It's like, well, why is that good? Do you know what I mean? Again, room, like, audience with lots of kids in it. What example is that to set to them? No. Even if you did, right, at least pretend that it was a bad thing. Even if you don't think it was a bad thing, right? Yeah. Because obviously he's done well for himself, right? Just by being fucking strong, right? Mm. Yep. If you get expelled for school that many times, at least act like it's bad do you know what I mean it's like oh I know and it's not great but then I turn my life around and look what I've got and look what I've achieved now do you know what did he have a good upbringing probably not nah but the fact that he'd expelled that many times was he a good kid no but did he have an opportunity to actually say look guys you know what if things don't work out at school don't worry about it because sometimes there's plenty of opportunities in life you can know Maybe if you're not academic, you can. No, if you don't, if you're not an academic kid, then no fitness and sport can be another avenue for you. Aye. He had a totally this amazing opportunity to turn around and be an inspiration. Yeah. And instead, he just acted like your fat prick down at the local boozer. Aye, just uh, yeah, it's that, just that's that all he was. Just a fat, arrogant dick. Aye. Aye, it was just that way. It's like I even I, like I was a pure dick at school and I was a pure asshole. But I'm alright, because I made loads of money, and I'm dead strong. Aye. It's like, it's uh, not really the best example, mate. Aye. Um, You're like, oh, Jimmy Savile done loads for charity. Doesn't he make him a good person? <laughs> Let's not go down that road. Aye. I mean, you're like, get a grip. Aye. Aye, that, that, that was annoying. Um, oh, I was going to say. 
what was the other thing that was oh. to do with that? <laughs> I, he can't even speak ah, proper English. When he's talking, when somebody asked him about the why did you retire, and he went, "Well, let's be honest, I didn't think of any longer the longevity, long long longevity, long longevity in the sport." And we're kind of looking at each other, going, <laughs> "That's not a word, longevity." Ah, presumably he didn't write we his think, own book. <laughs> no, and you're like that, mate. You can't even you can't even speak basic words. Get a grip. Again, that's fine. If he's not had the best upbringing or whatever else, and he's obviously not had much schooling because he get fucking expelled all the time, I don't have much of a problem with that, right? But, but tr- if you're putting yourself out there as a person, again, air quotes, personality, right? And you're trying to make yeah. as much money as you can as a personality, at least try and fucking speak properly. Or even go, uh, oh, there's, maybe there's not much. You can change, pick a different word, mate. Pick I- a different word. It's just, presumably, I mean, maybe not, presumably he's got sort of media advisors or... Well, he will have his agents and all that. People like, sort them out. They should be going, mate, can we have a word for a second? Aye. Can you just stop acting like a cop, please? They should have, I mean, if I was Eddie Hall's agent, the next time he sets foot outside his house, I'd have an earpiece on him with somebody in a van following going like that. <laughs> Eddie, don't talk. Eddie. Not, not a word, ready. Not this a is word. The word. Don't this, use that this word This is again. the correct word. <laughs> Aye, it's just... Yeah, it's just this attitude's all wrong, man. Do you know what I mean? And again, from a from the perspective of him wanting to get as much out of it as he can while it lasts, then that's fair play. But you need to think about how you act. You're not just as soon as you go into the public domain, as he clearly is, and he obviously courts that. Yeah, you have to think about how you're perceived. Aye. you can't just be like we were talking about this in the gym yesterday with Brian and that as well. Like, it's all very well to be yourself. And, and act like yourself do you know what I mean and but she shouldn't change herself mm. too much to try and fit around other people's views of whatever but if you put yourself out there as a publicity figure and a role model there's for a people, certain way you should you do yourself. have to change how yeah. you act even you think about anybody you the way the way you, me and you act in a training session mm-hmm. we wouldn't act like that during a PT session coaching somebody no. or you wouldn't need to you wouldn't be like that in school. How oh, you, you wee dick? Play the drums faster. Come on. No, I think it. Well, I mean, aye, aye, but, <laughs> but aye, it's there's a certain. You've got to have a certain decorum. It's just social awareness. On, aye, social awareness and decorum in certain environments. Yeah. And that's what I, that's what I found disgusting about him. Yeah. Going, and when you look at the kind of bodybuilders of old like Arnold Schwarzenegger, all that these guys were great public speakers. Yeah. Well, that's that. He's holding up Arnie as like a total, his role model, do you know what I mean? And his idol and who he aspires to be like. It's like, well, maybe you have a closer look at what Arnie actually does in the way he holds himself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it's very different from you, mate. Because yeah. <laughs> he's not out like cussing and swearing in front of kids mm-hmm. and just being a general asshat. Aye. I mean, again, behind closed doors, Arnie might be a proper bastard. Who knows? He's had his controversy as anyone else has, do you know what I mean? But when you see him publicly speaking and stuff like that, again... He's a class act. He is a class Mm -hmm. act, yeah. And it's... And that's the thing. I think it's important to even just mention the podcast that if you are in a position of power or public display, you've got got a certain... you've You've got a certain moral duty, I believe, anyway, to... Like PTs, they've got a moral duty to make sure that they teach somebody the right exit. No, they teach them the way to do an exit correctly, mm-hmm. so you don't hurt them. And it's if you are this celebrity, then I'm sorry, but people look up to you, people admire you, and if you have that power to inspire other people, then be that role model. Don't just be an arsehole. Yeah. 
And it's that way, even how you, well, even if there's any famous kettlebell lifters out there that want to uh, competitions, if they're the best of the best, all eyes are on them. So mm-hmm. they, they've got, they should conduct themselves in a good professional manner. Yeah. If it's uh, tennis players, football players, it's that's why so many footballers now are getting into trouble because they post up daft shit on so, uh, social media like yeah, Twitter yeah. and you're like, mate, really? Yeah. You've got 25 million folk following you and you've just posted up some racist yeah. comment or something yeah, stupid. That's why going, like the, the, all footballers and football clubs and stuff have got such massive like media training and stuff like that yeah. now because they know it's out there. Do you know what I mean? Aye. You say anything and it's just like instantly worldwide. Mm-hmm. If it, Whoever wants to look at it can find it easily and it's going to last. You within know? 15 minutes of posting it, boom. Aye, it's just it is, it's viral and all the rest of it. Whereas You might take it down after 60 seconds but it only takes half a second to screenshot something. Aye, this is it, exactly, yeah. Issue. So like footballers and stuff have that media training and they're like so drilled into what they're allowed to say and what they're not allowed to say and obviously you get idiots who just go out and do something stupid but for the majority of the time elite level sports people have that training now Aye. or any sort of personalities have that media training where they need to be aware of what they're saying mm-hmm. and uh, it's a good thing and a bad thing because it's it's it, it almost like censoring yourself all the time but yeah but is that necessarily a bad thing if you're if you're held up as a role model? The fact that a lot of these people are held up as role models isn't it a good thing because they're no. fucking idiots for the most part. No. Do you know what I mean? Just because you happen to be good at one thing or even worse than that. Like, I get it with sports people and stuff, but just fucking clowns off the telly and reality TV, they have no business being a role model for anyone. No. They just happen to be fucking landed themselves on telly because they maybe a bit look good looking or whatever. Look. One of the one of the Kardashian sisters or something had brought out the lipstick. Is it one? She became the youngest billionaire or something. And you're like, oh, what? Because your family's messed up. Your big sister got her tits out and released a sex tape, and your father decided to become your mother. I hate people, man. I hate you're society. Like you're like, <laughs> it's all right. fucked. So now, basically, you've brought a product because you're a nobody that cashed in in your family's fame. And my daughter turned around, Dad, what, I can't even, somebody Jenner, I can't even mind. Kendall Jenner. Is it Kendall Jenner? Yes. Check you out, man. That's, again, it's just, it's mass media, isn't it? You know who mm. these twats are, even if you don't, if that makes aye, sense. Aye, aye, you're aware of them. Aye. And Abby turned around, oh, I'd quite like a new lipstick, Dad. Well, this comes four days after she's told me the boys are asking her out, and I'm like, hmm. Shut that shit down, mate. Aye. And she's like, oh, this, I like this Kendall Jenner um, lipstick. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. I'll buy you any lipstick apart from that one for the simple fact I am not bankrolling her. Because she's a fucking hoe. Aye, because she's a disgrace and you're going like that. Again, all that bullshit that you're putting out there for all the kids and the kind of, you know, like, these are who you grow up to be. To, yeah. Kids are going to aspire to be like you. Yeah. What? At least, it go back to Eddie Hall, he has some talent and ability. Aye. <laughs> He's not Aye. just some reality arsehole I mean I can't stand the guy and it's the fact that I hold him in higher regard than the Jenners and you're going like right fair enough <laughs> I know it's a sliding scale isn't it really aye, <laughs> um, aye so yeah society's fucked but if you're if you're in a, a position of public domain like he is then aye, you need to hold yourself up better aye. and hold yourself accountable for your actions and your responsibilities and all mm-hmm. the rest of it but um, even when I taught martial arts to kids the fact that they, they actually they, they do idolise you you're in a position of authority uh, for them and the kids thought you were cool but also respected you as well and yeah. that way you're like right okay I find that hard to believe quite honestly but we'll skip uh, over that I know but it's true it's, uh, <laughs> and uh, 
and these kids are looking up to you, so you think to yourself, right, I've got a certain way I can conduct myself, and if you were respectful to them, polite, shook their hand, said hello, said goodbye, showed manners, what was really cool was a few weeks later, their parents are coming in and going, oh, just at their parents even there and their teachers commented at how they're saying good morning miss good morning sir yep. goodbye miss goodbye sir they're very polite they're, yeah, they're yeah. very respectful what's changed yeah. and it was a martial art train but it wasn't the martial art train it was how just, it was an example of another human being acting absolutely and it's that kind of old monkey see monkey do mm-hmm. that if somebody's if a, if a kid grows up if a young boy grows up in a family where the father talks to the mother like an absolute piece of shit that boy will inherently grow up to pretty most likely copy his father and talk to women like a piece of shit. Yeah. Monkey see, monkey do. Yeah. You grow up, if you grow up, uh, a child grows up and in his family, his parents talk to each other with respect, discuss things and don't act like assholes. Yeah. That, chances are that kid will grow up to be a good kid. Yeah. Or to be a good adult. Aye. And not be an asshole. And it's, yeah, there are, circum- there are exceptions each way. Yeah. But on the whole, if you provide a good example, chances are, you know they're going to be in re- pretty much the right track. Yeah. Everyone has a responsibility just to not Aye. be a dick, basically. Yeah. So that's it. Just don't be a dick. We've don't, said it don't before. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Uh, Eddie Hall aside then, other things at the weekend. There was... I don't know, a reasonable amount of just random stuff happening. It was like, again, last year I noticed that oh, it was yeah. all just like supplement sales and beer on PT. There's a lot less of that it's this year. Some, it, was a good inter- t- it seemed to be a reasonable mix of mm-hmm. just people it's selling. In- kind of interesting fitness challenges. Yeah. <laughs> right, and this is what was really interesting, is that this is a sport, fitness and nutrition exposition. And they're doing these fitness challenges of things that people might never have done before, like 180 kilos farmer's hold, like 90 kilos each hand, mm-hmm. lifting atlas stones. Which we both shot out of. It was a rest day. <laughs> Stick to the programme, remember? <laughs> and so there was that, there's lifting atlas stones, there's doing um, a max sprint on a salt bike into their own machine, stuff. Not once did anybody do a warm-up, not once did anybody actually get asked if they had any heart conditions or anything you want to do it and you think yeah. wow that's a massive lawsuit waiting to happen I know but then you got to think in that situation if you have any kind of medical issue don't do it but do you know what that that's assuming that people actually have brains and common sense people, out there so public stupid we know this yeah. but um, again like from our point of view we're not the get best examples because we're highly intelligent individuals obviously yes but the, the farmer's hold thing, we kind of looked at it and thought about it for a bit and then I was like, how, how heavy is it, mate? It's like 90 kilos each hand. I was like, ah, maybe, maybe not then. That's, that's just a, a pulled something waiting to happen. Aye. So it's using that level of common sense, Common sense, going, ah, do you know what? We're stiff and sore for training 24 hours earlier. No warm-up. When we've not been doing a block of strength training, like, yeah. no. I think it's good that these things were there, though, because it makes it more interesting instead of it all just being Aye. folk punting their like stuff. that girl. It was just that you look at your face and Fee's oh, face. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. The the, the, stink, the, the biggest <laughs> low point of the whole fucking day. Oh, it was brilliant. Tell the story. Tell the story. I don't want to. Tell it. It's upsetting me just thinking about it. I always so, preach about knowing your trade, don't I? About yes. know, know your shit inside out. All this story does is illustrate how much of a massive freak you are. 
So we're standing watching the farmers hold challenge thing, right? <laughs> just because we're, we're, I think we must have been up wandering about watching the crossfit or something. We came back down and there was crowds kind of gathered around it because it restarted again and there was a girl holding it. So Fat Thor here checks the uh, time on not it. Not so Fat Thor. <laughs> less than Fat Thor. <laughs> Slightly less Fat Thor. Uh, checks the time, looks at the girl's face and then proceeds to count down from ten. Right? So knowing full well what's about to happen here, crossing all my fingers that he's going to be wrong, <laughs> gets to zero and the fucking cow drops the weights <laughs> exactly like in three, time. Two, one, ding. Clang. I'm like, at which point I swore at him loudly and you, walked away. Uh, you walked away and Fee, Fee just walked beside me with that total kind of almost like half in awe and then ab- another half of mostly disgust mate disgust and you're a freak <laughs> you are a freak it's, no it's no just... you're but one thing like years ago when you're competing with folk and stuff even you learn to read the facial expressions and you start to suss what they've got in the tank read this facial expression for those out there that can't see his face it's one of pure love <laughs> <laughs> it's not um, yeah, so I mean, uh, having stuff like that was good because it kept it interesting. It like having the Atlas Stones and stuff there was the cool. Food and the coffee was good if the service set up. Mm, fee, yeah, so have a word, have with, a word the, with the staff in there. Fee, staff and Fee, mm, I mean, they, they did seem... Department. The, I mean, that first booth that we went to for the coffee. <laughs> yeah, we ordered three coffees. It took about 15 minutes. <laughs> Aye, they didn't some. have a fucking clue. But it's as if maybe like Eddie O'Hall had dropped like a 400 kilo log on their head <laughs> it wasn't they weren't the sharpest certainly no um, the food was nice though when we got it food was lovely the aye. food was good um, there was a variety of things to check out I didn't actually look at that many of the actual stands and stuff It'd be chocolate uh, brownies we went off a beeline straight for the chocolate brownies aye um, recommendation from Larry Larry Devaney who better be listening to this we'll be having words um, gave us a shout out to check out Weighed and Measured, measured yeah. um, sweet potato protein brownies, which You're are very nice actually. Awesome. They were lovely. Thank you very much for bringing one in yesterday. You're right, mate. My pleasure. I had another couple last night and they were delicious. How many came in the box? Five. Tell the truth. I want to say nine. You brought me one. Yeah. I brought you one. Let's rephrase that differently. I brought you one. Well, let's rephrase it. You had eight. I didn't have eight. Fee had some as well. <laughs> Fee had at least two. I maybe had... Brian had one. Lucy had half a one. Mm. Stop lying. That's twice you've tried to blame your daughter in today. I'm fully blaming her for the microphone incident, no. man. All the stuff you're talking about getting yourself organised the night before and all that. Yeah, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Came in this morning, I was smug. I'd, I'd packed everything, got into the studio, got the stuff set up, then realised I'd left the mics at home on my drum kit. And then promptly had to drive back. The silent home. podcast. I know, yeah. <laughs> just shout really loudly at the computer. Um... I know, it was, it was it was a good expo. It's, it was interesting to see it from, from a spectator's point of view. It was cool because loads of stuff going on with the Strongman. Yeah. Loads of stuff going on with the CrossFit, if that's your bag. Yeah, there was a bit of something for everyone. <laughs> Absolutely, he hogging on at the F45 and <laughs> Les Mills. Uh, but that's that. F45 is kind of like the new Les Mills. It's came from right. Australia. All oh, right, okay. And it's hitting America. I think it's came from Australia. And it's hitting the UK now. Right. And 
based on the response, the first one, first F forty five club opened up in Glasgow, doesn't look good. Oh really? Especially, I've never even heard of it. especially the Mark Wahlberg cut out is that who they were yeah oh that was amazing there's no way that's life size so we're, we're walking past this F45 <laughs> fitness stall we're promoting this new fitness programme that's coming to Glasgow and there's this cardboard cutout of Mark Wahlberg I don't know if he's a proponent or a promotion or something to do with F45 there must have been some connection there surely yeah, but this cardboard cutout <laughs> We should have got a picture standing it was next to it. hilarious. It was about four foot six. Yeah, four foot six. And they were like making, they were telling, trying to tell us it was actual size. Well, and and uh, it was, the girl didn't seem too impressed when I said, look, let's be honest, maybe your maybe your F45 company when they were buying cardboard cutouts, <laughs> they couldn't afford the, the full size one and just went for the half price it's version. So ridiculous, man. It, it was the, the proportions of it as well. It looked like it had been a photo taken from slightly above him. Yeah. So his head and his like upper body looked quite big you know that but way his legs you... were about three feet long yeah. <laughs> it was almost like Mark Wahlberg's face on Peter Dinkleman <laughs> it just didn't look right it was a uh, ah, it was bizarre is that way like, you know that way we used to be like crawl about your knees with your shoes on your knees yeah as if you had really small legs it looked like that <laughs> it just didn't look right at all yeah that was quite funny I enjoyed that uh, yeah that was a, that was probably a highlight Mm-hmm. But it was good. The whole thing yeah. was good. I'd like to go on the Saturday, Saturday. at one point to see yeah. different Saturdays because I've only ever really been on the Sunday. Do that next year? Aye. Aye. Yeah. I think we've always went on the Sunday because that's been the sort of big strongman stuff. So. Although there's the deadlift thing this Saturday apparently. Mm-hmm. Well, the Saturday. Aye. This year. Aye. When you go, see freaking black weekend tickets. You see year. big uh, Tom Stoltman done a 420 kilo deadlift and it went, it went up fast. Like 420. Fast. He's saying next year he's hitting break it. He's hitting five hundred. Really? It's just mental, man. Because mm-hmm. he's all the tall. <laughs> like I mean, just logistically, that shouldn't be a thing that happens. That's about twenty twenty two and a half percent. He needs to put on his deadlift. Better start saving off a better drugs, mate. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Aye. Um. Yeah. So, in a nutshell, it was good. Go uh, check it's it good out. Check it out. Aye, it's interesting. Um, it's worth a wonder. Certainly, mm. I don't know how much the tickets were actually, because obviously we. I got think it's about thirty-three pound or something for the kind of. Hundred percent not worth it. Don't go. <laughs> I think <laughs> that was three quid. I think that was for the full weekend. All right, that's all right. That's Aye. not too bad. If if nothing else, it's worth it just to go and watch strongman stuff. I mean, if you're into that kind of the thing, the strength shop stand had lots of toys that we were looking at. Oh yeah. And it just no that way you wanted to buy everything and you're like ooh did want to buy lots of things but absolutely one hundred percent did, did not. not. You didn't buy anything, did you? No. Nope. I didn't buy anything. No. Fact. But that is a factually is correct fact statement, statement, Scott. Yes. Correct. Neither um, one of us individually bought a thing. No. But we. I mean. We discussed some business ideas for the gym in terms yes. of partnerships and absolutely. stuff. It was. It was interesting. It was. But the, Ah, some of the kit was awesome and it was great I liked that chat bar with the multi-grip handles oh multi-grip handles brown because Strength Shop had been around for a number of years and I remember in fact see my far- <clears throat> my farmer's log handle that I've got yeah yeah. I got them from the Strength Shop years ah, ago right, okay. and went over there to the warehouse they didn't really have that much kit oh really and they've really I've got to admit they've really upped their game and it's some Aye. of the best best kit I've seen in a long time yeah I've seen a lot of it about like man these sleeves are strength shop stuff mm-hmm. but I've never I didn't realise until you said yesterday I didn't realise uh, it was based, Scottish based in right. um, it's great good guys um, got a chat to him a wee bit yep really cool guys good 
chatting about it. And what was cool is when you're asking about, because I was asking about one of the bars, what it was rated to. Yeah. Um, for those of you don't know, like certain bars, when you talk about rated in terms of what load can it take. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at a 200 kilo rated bar, <clears throat> that means if you're doing squats or deadlifts, yeah. the bar, you don't want it rated. You don't want a 200 kilo rated bar if you're doing 240 kilos. It's going to snap. It's not great. No. Um... Oops, my watch telling me to move. Shake my arm a bit. <laughs> and, uh, but the the thing with the when I classed the guy, I thought, what's your kind of your safety squat bar rated to? And he's like, oh, um, we think it's I think it's up to three sixty or three eighty. I'm not hundred percent sure. When I was using it the other day there, and I was um, I was doing two eighty on it, and it was fine. Nice one. Anyway, show off. Aye, he was a beast. Aye. And it's that way, like, it's cool the fact that these guys actually use their own kit. Yeah, yeah, that's got to be a good sign, isn't it? Aye. Aye. it's like, no, I like that. And it's the fact that it's all made here as well. It's yeah. All, but when it's, you're like, nah. And again, support the local companies. And I would Absolutely. love, I'd love to have about five grand. <laughs> Wouldn't we all? And just take a road trip, you and me, over there, <sighs> coffeeed up out our brains, and then walk in. What could possibly go wrong? And just buy it all. <laughs> and just like, I'll have that, 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 and that. I want that one. Aye. That'd be great. And just buy some kind of really... When we doing it? When we get five grand. <laughs> Anybody like to um, invest five grand into Just Train? Eddie Hall, you've got plenty of money now. Give us a shout, mate. Uh, we'll stop saying bad things about you. Oh, my mate John was in train this morning. He said that he's seen a couple of forums right. uh, online to do with kind of fitness and stuff, talking about Eddie Hall and basically echoing exactly what we'd said. Oh, really? I'd imagine, imagine we're not alone Aye. thinking that. I think a lot of people what? will start to lose a bit of respect for the him the more he, he says actually, things like that. See when he said stuff about the gear for kids? Yeah. What really got me was, I thought that was shocking, but the amount of people that applauded it. Aye, people were applauding everything he said. Aye. And you're going, right, if that's the mentality of the audience, this country's in a bad way. I know. And you're like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. I know, I get, I, again, it's, I can look, only look at it from my point of view of, Every time I've seen him speak, I've lost a little bit more respect for mm-hmm. the guy. So, I mean, maybe a lot of people are just seeing him for the first time or whatever else, but... No. I don't know. Anyway, he's got all the money, we don't, so yeah. give us some stuff. Aye. Uh, we need to wrap this up, because that's a solid hour. So, in a nutshell... There are thereabouts. Don't be a dick. If you're in the public limelight and you're a role model, then act accordingly. Everyone's a role model. Yeah. That's, do you know what? That, be nice. Everyone is a role model. That's a really good point. Just be aware, your actions influence others. We absolutely do. There's no getting away from that, regardless of your social status or whatever else. Just mm-hmm. be cool. Aye, be cool. Don't be a dick. Have a nice week, everyone. Aye. You know where to find us. I can't bother saying it all again. I need yeah. a pee. We've got you at, dr- at, at Drummer Champ, yes. me at SM Performance Training. Yes. You can find us. Yes. In the gym, drinking coffee. Or always. At Gains and Pains G52. Yeah, boy. Give us a shout, guys, for some interesting chat in terms of what you want to do if you want to come mm-hmm. in for a coffee feel free if you want to come in for a training session give us a shout yep going to get some more guests lined up yeah. soon get more people in for a chat I might actually have somebody lined up for the next few weeks awesome former right. Commonwealth athlete ooh, ooh fancy pants represented Scotland twice oof real athlete mm-hmm. that'll be interesting cool we'll have a production meeting off here yes right I need to pee have a nice week everyone <laughs> bye bye now bye